I've set an alarm to remind me when to make some bread. And that, that could go off. Oh, my word. At any time. Well, in the next two hours. Listen, I know you're trying to get me to ask you about bread. <laughs> it's not happening. I'm not falling in that trap. Two loaves I'm making at the same time. Don't care. My name's Will. And my name's Steve. You haven't got time to read War and Peace. Even if it is one of the greatest novels of all time. 587,000 words. 612 grams. That's the weight of the book. 500 characters. 361 chapters. Three volumes. Two epilogues. And a collection of maps. We're going to summarise all of it for you. This is War and Peace in just seven years. (laughs) How you doing, mate? Welcome. Uh, What is this? Episode seven? A prime number. It, it is, it is. We've had loads of prime number episodes though, Steve, haven't we? Seven's the first prime number that people really start caring about. It's a lot of people's lucky number. Don't know why, probably because they're lazy. What's your lucky number? 486.79. Thanks for telling me your pin code. <laughs> <laughs> what about yours? Oh, I'd have to go for uh, 39. Why, you wouldn't have to think of your own lucky number, wouldn't, would you? Wouldn't I? 39, that was the house number of the house I grew up in. And my last flat. Bit of luck. Right, we'll call that a day, I think. Shut the podcast down. (laughs) It's going well, it's going good. Who'd have thought we'd be on episode seven so quickly after episode six, just a week ago? (laughs) A whole episode on each chapter? No way. Impossible. You could tell me what happened in episode six, because I read it to you. Uh, I read it to you, actually. You do the odds, I do the evens. Sorry about that, mate. Just... Just trying to take yeah. all the take all the glory, really. No, I, I'm actually shocked because you're <laughs> completely right. And it's incredibly annoying. Maybe I get a point. I was on two points. You were on one point and Pontefract were on one point. I think I had two points, actually. I think we were neck and neck. Two all. Well, I would be on three now. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, we'll just call it two all, I think. <laughs> okay, well. Um, it, will up, it will enrage some purists. Some weapon seven purists will be, no, he's on two. <laughs> I'm just kind of killing time until my beers arrive. When you say arrive, what do you mean exactly? I'm supporting the local economy, mate, and yeah. my beers are here, so I'm going to grab them. Well, why didn't you read out your Uber Eats referral code <laughs> <laughs> while we're here? You've assumed I'm using Uber Eats. I am, obviously. Lovely stuff. You can explain what happened last episode, my friend. Finally, the end of the party has come, the guests have left, and there's just a few stragglers you know, having a little chit chat. If you were being a real stickler, you could say the party was still going on. Sure, <laughs> you could say that. For the party purists, you could say this party ain't ended. Yeah, sure, fine. But it was a big, it was a big episode for Hippolyte. He is an ugly man. Mm-hmm. It seems that his ugliness knows no ends. He's he's, he's a bit of a creep. <laughs> but we also we also said we would stand up for him for the rest of the book. Did we? But then you went into saying about how much of a creep he was. So, okay. you know, whatever. Now I feel bad. I'm going to quite heavily withhold judgment on, on Hippolyte. And actually, he, he's on the wrong side of the fence at the moment for me. Also, Steve, what was this about all of the hands? <laughs> very, very nice segue. Very, very <laughs> professionally done, Will, if I do say so myself. What was it about all of the hands? It was about all of the hands. <laughs> All right, do you know what? That's the summary. Done. There was some good hand stuff. And then they talked about war and peace a bit. And then they, again, another favourite topic. They talked about... Jobs. You know, what jobs job someone's going to get. What job... Um, what's his... What, who was it? Um, can't remember. But 
Did you googling who it was? Are you try and Google it just quickly? Google the entire. Who plot. talks about jobs in Chapter Six of War and Peace? Search. It was Pierre. Shall I make you sound smart and cut it together so we don't see how stupid you are? Leave a bit in for honesty, but really cut it down so I only seem like I had a very minor um, forgetful moment. And that, guys, was episode six. But this, this is episode seven. And this is where it's at because it's now. And are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okie dokie. Book one, chapter seven. Can you hear my dog barking? He's just come back from a walk in the rain. If he could speak, he'd say, Papa, I'm so wet, come on! Shouting. Uh-huh. Losing his mind. Is that how you imagine he speaks? He would call me Papa if he could speak. Like like Papa Smurf. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> walked right into that one. Right, I'm going to read this book. Is that right? No one really talks about the Smurfs anymore. Usually you go on the internet or something, Steve. I don't, know, I don't want to tell you what to do, but I don't think we need to listen to your musings. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Just on the Wikipedia article for the Smurfs, there's a whole section called Smurf Economy. It's basically communism. If, um, if, if you were a Smurf, Will, yep. bearing in mind that... I'm not a Smurf. And given that they're generally named after their personality disposition, much like the seven dwarves, um, what would you be called? Oh, Steve, I'm trying to read a book, mate. You could be Podcaster Smurf. Oh my God, we smurfed that pod smurf, so smurf. What an argumentative fellow you are, Monsieur Pierre. Ooh, getting told off. Naughty. Question for you. Sorry to, di- sorry to distract you while you're reading, but I've got a Smurf question for you. The most recent Smurf video game, I don't know if you played it, came out in 2013. Most recent one. There are others. It was called the Smurfs and Co. Colon Spellbound. But here's <laughs> yeah. the question. How many Smurf-related video games has there been? Bearing in mind the first one came out in 1982. How many have there been since then? 36 is a ridiculous... That would be what a year. No one's doing what a year Smurf <laughs> games. I think half it. One every two years for the development stage. Okay. Uh, what's half of 36? 18? Not bad. There were 20 in total. Bring, start bringing them out once a year again, I'd say. Big, massive, multi, multiplayer online thing. Smurf world. Steve, I, sorry, sorry, mate. I'm actually trying to read War and Peace. You've, you've got to stop. You've got to be quiet now. I'll, I'll, I'll do something else for a bit. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Oh, we got some passion in this episode, mate. Kissing. Passion. Ki- you, kissing on the kissing? mouth. Kissing. Passion. Like passion fruit. Oh, can I? Can I fire you? <laughs> Is that, does it work like that? It's, impo- it's impossible. I, if anything, I'm your boss. Oh, mate, this is getting deep. Ooh, tearful grimace. Smurf series heading to Nickelodeon in 2021. He seemed unable to bear the sight of tears and was ready to cry himself. Shit is kicking off. I'm just trying to find the most expensive thing that's been sold on eBay that's related to Smurfs. Speechless with that, I'll be honest. Oh, askance. I bet you've never used that word before. I don't think I have. I haven't either. I just knew you hadn't. 
get yourself a um, rare prototype Smurf keychain for go on four thousand dollars. It's a little Smurf drinking a bottle of looks like ketchup. All right, mate, stop whatever the hell you're doing. I'm done. Reddit Smurf interlude over. Uh, And I definitely can't fire you, is what you're saying. I'd love you to fire me, but it's just not possible. Steve, for you, we'll say the party is over. (laughs) Of course it is. I've already said it. This is a great opening line to chapter seven. The rustle of a woman's dress was heard in the next room. I don't think that's possible. (laughs) I don't know if... (laughs) I'm imagining they've got massive rooms as well, very well insulated in terms of sound. What are the dresses made out of? Tinfoil? Maybe. Anyway, that's a minor gripe at what is quite a sad chapter. Okay, <laughs> so okay. We'll get, let's get the lols out of the way straight away. It's going south from, from here on in. And there's also, that's just not true. No, no one can hear a dress like that. If it's too sad for too long, I'll, I'll slip in a few Smurf-related uh, facts and things just to keep us all, all together. <laughs> keep us ticking over. Right, this is all about Prince Andrew and his lovely little wife Mm -hmm. so prince andrew is hanging out in a room with pierre and like i feel like they were both sort of asleep maybe they're just knackered i don't know and then his wife comes into the room um i think they live in the house that the party's been cracking on at yeah anna i'm was kind of helping out prince andrew's wife comes in wakes him up Um, This is a line I really like. She had changed her gown. That implies the party's over, by the way. We know the party's over, so... Get off those party clothes. Put on your relaxing gown. You're not far wrong. She puts (laughs) on a house dress. Okay. As fresh and elegant as the other. Sounds like it's the same dress as before. Same dress. She's made a mistake. Imagine, like, taking a suit off and then putting on a, like, pyjama version of a suit. Exactly the same suit. It's just made out of thick cotton. <laughs> made out of pyjamas. Very strange. I think these guys just constantly dress in to impress, even when you're chilling. You can't blame them. Prince Andrew rose and politely placed a chair for her. That's nice. First nice thing he's done, but yeah. Before we get into the real grit of this chapter, there's, an, there's a reference to the French speaking that we're trying to figure out what the hell's going on with. Yeah. So she's just chatting to them in French uh, and, and Tolstoy explains it is, um, how is it she begun, as usual, in French? I, I, I don't think she is French, though. She's just chatting in French. Some people just chat in French. What I'm getting is that Napoleon and the whole French culture is really influential. It's like America. It's like America is, uh, you know, kind of was nowadays. Yeah, you should meet Steve. He's really cool. He talks in French and wears house suits when he's chilling. Check out his plaid house suit. <laughs> but it is important to mention so it must be important is uh my take-home quote of, of okay, the art. very nicely yeah now this is where she just does a really good rinse on how none of them including her own husband have married annette anna's a shortening of annette and that's very oh. important for us because we need all the help we can get with working out who's who burn that into your memories this implies a lot though anna or annette isn't married and she's obviously a super catch. And right. uh, Prince Andrew's wife is basically going, why didn't, why didn't like, you two dorks marry <laughs> Annette? She's absolutely banging, but you two are useless. Yeah. Then she lays in on Pierre, probably in like a playful way. 
What an argumentative fellow you are, Monsieur Pierre. Can know he's chatting shit about the war. He's got a very high opinion of himself and he, he likes to say stuff out loud. He does. And he was like laying into Napoleon. He wasn't really up for war. He's chatting to impress. Has he got the goods? I don't in the least understand why men can't live without wars. Mm. says prince andrew's wife at this point i should give her a name we don't see her name until a bit later on but her name is i believe lise okay l-i-s-e nice lise go with lise yeah like lisa lise eliza who knows i'll go with lise lise sounds Uh, good so lisa's basically like listen lads why do all men just love war and not (laughs) marrying annette you're a bunch of idiots what's your answer to that will god it's just fun isn't it it's just a lot of fun and I want you know personally I want to have as much land as possible for my for yeah. my, the things I'm doing I just want Steve and I to have conquered as much land and spilt as much blood as possible for fun that's why I love war as a man so it turns out Lise kind of gently ribbing the two and then basically talking about war is because Prince Andrew's going to war <laughs> I told you this last week don't yeah don't make me look stupid <laughs> This is where it starts to get sad, though. This chapter now descends into Prince Andrew and Lise having a big argument in front of Pierre. It's way, way too much for a third wheel knocking around. I feel sorry for Pierre, even with his giant hands. I don't want to be involved in that shit. He would be so embarrassed. Can you imagine how red his hands would be? That's my my first thought. I'm giving you a point for that. I knew I'd get a point. Yeah, 3-2. That's the best joke of this podcast. I don't care what anyone else thinks. What are they arguing about? Come on, guys. Can't you just relax? Enjoy yourself. Guys, guess how many apples I can fit in one of my big red hands. Come on. Let's not take it too seriously, all this stuff. Just chill. Here we go. Do you you want to hear an absolute belter uh, from Lise? There, what egotists men all are. All, all egotists, just for a whim of his own. Goodness only knows why. He leaves me and locks me up alone in the country. Oh. She's, got a, she's got a point. Prince Andrew comes back, though, retorts, with my father and sister, remember? Not, <laughs> okay. sure, not sure what point he's winning there. It's a weird thing to try and win in the argument. His point is that I did... I. I admit i sent you off to the countryside (laughs) against your will but it's all right because i did the same to my father and my sister so you can hang out with them and then she comes back all the same though without my friends and he expects me not to be afraid rude she's saying that her that his dad isn't isn't one of her good friends i think we're on the side of lease mate aren't we (laughs) (laughs) we are oh this is good though i just i almost want to read this whole chapter it's brilliant her tone was now querulous mm. we talk about the lip for a bit also he says she looks like a squirrel at this point i i'm not going to get into that stuff uh, i'm a bit lost by that what's the argument really about war mate she's terrified andrew's going off to war she's pregnant it's bad um i haven't argued with a pregnant woman i i wouldn't necessarily want to but i don't think this is a good shout your doctor tells you to go to bed earlier said prince andrew you had better go <laughs> oh that doesn't seem like it'll go down very well oh, that's a bad shout man pierre should have really just stepped in at that point and gone yeah you know what mate maybe you should go to bed i have long wanted to ask you andrew why you have changed so to me she's like saying basically he doesn't care he's being dismissive this is a real bad conversation in there 
No, you know, this is a problem. Mate, this is tough. You are going to war and have no pity for me. Why is it? Why Why is it? Lise was all Prince Andrew said. Just just remembers her name. That's, he's going to war because of her. You treat me like an invalid or a child. I see it all. Was that from the book or was that just something you were saying to me? <laughs> I'm really liking just shouting at you this stuff. <laughs> it's really cathartic. Mate, they're just having a full-on breakdown, these two. Their marriage has fallen apart. Um, Lise you know for obvious reasons is pregnant and terrified that andrew's gonna die in the war that he probably shouldn't even be involved in he doesn't seem to care he seems like the sort of guy that would just love it tolstoy's basically selling lease as being pretty strong and and like strong-willed and rightly so but he does keep comparing it to an like different animals (laughs) deprecating expression of a dog he loves that though that's his whole thing like every every single person He's picking out one physical characteristic from them and just comparing it to as many animals as possible. <laughs> yeah. So like, if you're a bit confused, squirrel. He's probably just got a list of animals that he's ticking off. With the lads in the last chapter, he ran out of animals, so he just went straight for different hands. He was, you know, what... <laughs> I think you learn a lot about someone from, from their huge red hands or their small white hands. Imagine if you're having an argument with your girlfriend whilst this is going on. Um, Andrew steps up again and basically has a go and says, no, Pierre can stay here. Why are you interrupting us? We're hanging out. Ooh, that's gonna, that's bad. She's pregnant and scared that her husband's gonna die. He's not um, listening very well, I have to say. He's not listening. He just wants to hang out with Pierre in, honestly, I have no idea where they are, like, in a study. Hang out with his mate and play, um, play Xbox. (laughs) He does. And I don't get where they are. Like, are they sat... Are they sat in a bloody, like, the spare room? I imagined it to be, like, a book-covered, woody study thing and maybe they're going to play chess or something maybe mate the xbox of its day suddenly the angry squirrel-like expression straight in with another (laughs) animal we've had squirrel twice now (laughs) that's it really i think this chapter is there just to set up the fact that that this family is going to be kind of torn apart right uh this is how it ends good night lease said he rising and courteously kissing her hand as he would have done to a stranger. Oh, that is a diss that you could not carry off these days, isn't it? Mate, also (laughs) hand-related. Yeah, well, exactly, yeah. We don't know what what style her hands are. That would be the equivalent of you and your girlfriend having a massive argument in front of me, and at the end you just shake her hand. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, darling. Yeah, yeah. Always good to talk. Good night. Thank you for the conversation. So, mate, stuff's getting serious. Oh, my God. I forgot to take any notes. <laughs> Didn't take any notes? I was enjoying myself, though. Didn't take any <laughs> any notes. Unbelievable. Oh, Didn't my. take any notes. I t- honestly, I totally forgot that. Didn't take any notes. Let me just make a few notes. This is episode seven. Why have you gone quiet? I'm just trying to think of a title and remember what happened. (laughs) Sad chapter. Sad times. You didn't make any notes, you stupid twat. (laughs) It's the summary summary. Steve, I know you feel under a lot of pressure because you don't have any notes. Yeah. You forgot. (laughs) Um, But look, you've already come up with the best chapter title so far. I can relax is what you're saying. I guess so. My best work is is done. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter what I do from here on out. It's going to be a disappointment either way. It's all downhill from here. All right. I'll, I've got an idea. We'll just go with it. All right, mate. I, I actually do have a new phone. No, really? <laughs> There's a new... Oh, bloody hell. Jesus, this is actually complicated. 
How do you set it? It's very big, that phone. Yeah. It's, it's, are we getting bigger? Is that why? No, if anything, you're <laughs> no, smaller. Really why. If anything, if anything, we're getting smaller, mate. I'll give you a taste. I'll give you a one-second taste. Chip, chip. Good taste? Nice. Polite, very polite. Are you ready, Steve? I'm not happy about my title, but I just have to go with it, I think. It's okay. Last week we had jazz hands, you know. Yeah. We'll go with it. Three, two, one. Was that it? Oh, okay. Oh, false okay. start. False two, start. Things, two things happened. Two things happened. <laughs> You're not going to believe it. I say it for 10 minutes. It's, it's genuinely un- it's, it's unbelievable. That's a it's, classic it's, one. Jeez. If you're playing Weapon 7 Bingo at home, have a drink. Three, two, one, go. Chapter 7. Stay out of it, Pierre. There's a big argument. She's wearing a house dress. Will he go to war? Whatever happens, he'll certainly be rude to her and everyone else. There's animals everywhere. Squirrels! Amazing. Done. <laughs> Brilliant. Really good stuff. Mate, you remembered Thanks, house mate. dress and you, know, you didn't write anything down. House dress just came out of nowhere. You can't forget that stuff. You, you can't, no one is forgetting the fact that these people had a dress that was quite elegant to wear when you're not at a party in your own house. I'd love that. <laughs> I'd love to have one of those dresses. Same. That was really good. Stay out of it, Pierre. I think it's a banger. Um, I think Thanks, it's a good name. I think it explains well what happened. And also, you know, this is, for all intents and purposes, it's quite a sad, raw episode. Yeah. I, I thought about going for jazz hands again. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, Prince Andrew doesn't necessarily come out of that episode very well. I, I don't know who to like so far. I mean, mm. Anna or Anna, Anna, what's her full name? Anna or Annette. Annette and Lisa I've got time for. And basically any, any of the men, they're all pretty lame in different ways i think that egotistical thing is coming out isn't it i, I quite like pierre though because he's the one chap who is, appears to be a coward and a pacifist like you and i yes okay yeah other than uh, obviously as men our plans to um take over as much of the world as possible but yeah of know. course i mean i'm addicted yeah. to love war peacefully peacefully yeah lisa is the first character to really show some emotion yeah She's gone for it there, and rightly so, and she should show emotion because it's bloody nuts, all this war. Pierre's a kind of, like, plucky upstart. Will he choose war, or will he, will he choose peace, or will he be corrupted by, by war? Will he love Napoleon so much, and then Napoleon just ends up shooting him in the war? Very good. The true ramblings <laughs> of a drunk madman there. <laughs> true ramblings of an idiot. Yes, very good. See you next week. Whatever. Thank you for listening to another episode of War and Peace in Just Seven Years. Say thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Oh, oh not stuff. at this. You can stop Don't listening do that That's here. Oh, un- this is the bit. Oh, my word. Unsubscribe from the podcast. Don't tell anyone about it. <laughs> don't leave a review. Whatever you do, please don't leave a review. And these are the bits that were not good enough for the main bit of the show. And you can stop listening now if you want. That's fine. I don't know about you, Steve, but I sure do love drinking unpasteurized milk. God, it's delicious. And the nicest thing about it is it tastes like milk. We wouldn't have been able to do the podcast without no. it. No, no. no, I have a glass of Wilk. Wilk. Uh, I call it Wilk. <laughs> um, got the name wrong. Yeah, I milk. have, a, I have a, our own brand of milk, Wilk. Yeah, uh, Wilk. I have a glass at the start. And I'm lactose intolerant and I love it. <laughs>
other things we're happy to advertise um any kind of war-based products like uh weapons yeah smurf smurf stuff anything to do with the smurfs get in contact please do upside down jeans we'll advertise them what's the idea um i you know it's like your normal jeans, but they're up, you know, I don't, come on. How do you get them on though? Hey, that's a great question, Steve. Like you're interested in upside down jeans, huh? Do when you're buying stuff, just type in Wapin 7 into the, into the promo box because it'll, it'll work a surprising amount of times. Wapin 7 is so perfect for discount codes. <laughs> it does seem like a discount code. Um, Will and Steve, last week's episode, you said that there was a discount available for upside down jeans, but I tried Wapin 7 and I didn't get a discount in my upside down jeans. Upside down jeans jeans.co.uk is that what you wanted yeah 1p 1p and then 12 quid next year they really get you that way but i'm typing notes on the computer hello i am your faithful friend typey steve 